Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation about the mundane, and hopefully it'll allow you to just chill and just enjoy and maybe find your way to some sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano, and joining me is Amanda Parker. I'm here, and we have a special guest today, and that guest is Rain. You might hear it in the background. It's coming down quite quite in large drops and just washing everything away and just putting a damper on the hot, hot weather we were re- receiving lately. And uh, it, uh, we thought we would record this sort of by the window pane that is, you know, completely soaked and dripping with rain. And we just thought we would record this next to that instead of at the studio today. So you might hear the splish splosh sound of <laughs> dripping rain. Or a gentle patter. As it goes, sort of ebbs and flows, Mm -hmm. as water will often do. It's also bringing much-needed water to our basil. That's true. Our basil was looking pretty wilted. All of our plants, I think, have endured quite a heat wave, and so... um, I think they all could use a little soaking, a little... Everybody needs a, a bath from Mother Nature from time to time. And I want to thank my listeners to the Insomnia Project because I just recently published a book and it would not have been it would not have been possible without this journey that I've been on with all of you listeners. It's a podcasting book called 25 Things I Wish I Knew Before I Started My Podcast and talks about this podcast and mm-hmm. the things that I uncovered, discovered and dealt with just by putting it up. So I want to thank everyone who has patiently and uh, enjoyed listening because that uh, book would not have been possible. Maybe we should do an episode just on the process of what it took to publish the book. Not maybe today, sure, because I'm sure that would certainly lull some listeners. Oh, yes, for sure, because it's an arduous, long, and often boring process. So, yeah, maybe we will do that in mm-hmm. the future. But let's get back to rain. Mm-hmm. I can hear the clap of some thunder in the Mm -hmm. distance right now. Tell me about rain. Does it help you fall asleep or relax? I have memories of my porch in Woodstock, New Brunswick. 
um, I spent a lot of my childhood growing up along the St. John River there, which is quite a big river. And our house was on a hill overlooking it. And um, the porch was a great place to be because you'd get a little wet, but mostly you'd stay dry and you could watch the lightning um, making its way into the river. You could sort of count as children the lightning, the space between the lightning and the thunder clap. Um, and uh, so I just found it uh, really soothing then. I'm sorry, I don't know if that was your Yeah, question. no, that's great. That's wonderful. <laughs> I remember getting caught in the rain twice in my life. That was very significant and beautiful. Oh, yeah? One time was in Nice, mm-hmm. and my friend <clears throat> Loretto and I were walking around and all of a sudden, the rain just, the skies opened up and rain just started falling. And we needed to find a place to get out of the rain. And so we were in search and search. And it just so happened there was this huge Canadian flag mm-hmm. under this covered canopy in front of a building. And mm-hmm. we said, let's go there. Maybe it's the embassy. And it was actually a school for Canadian students or oh, something wow. like that. So we kind of sat under the shadow of the Canadian flag under this canopy. And uh, the headmaster came out and said, I'm sorry, you can't be sitting here. And we said, well, we're Canadian. That's a Canadian flag. And it's really raining. So we're taking shelter (laughs) under it. And what did he or she say? He just kind of shrugged his shoulders and said, that's fine. And walked back in. I guess he couldn't argue with it. And we were... We were going to sit there no matter what. We were soaked, right? So he's like, okay, as long as you don't disturb or do anything that is a bit uh, destructive, he didn't really Right. The other time, I was a cycle tour guide in Europe. Mm -hmm. So I was driving. I was driving. I was riding my bike. And I was kind of left alone because all the guests that we were touring was with the other guide. And they were being brought back to the hotel. Mm Mm-hmm with our van because it was raining so much but there wasn't enough room for me so i stayed under an olive tree in an olive grove and just watched the rain as it came down wow yeah it was really beautiful you also got caught in the rain in my hometown in woodstock new brunswick did you not weren't you driving through and the skies opened up in august it's true so you actually got to experience that type of and that was right on the saint john river where you were i mean we didn't know each other well, but you were actually walking distance from my house. Why well, was that close? You were that close. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. It was huge, huge drops. Yeah. And the skies were this beautiful shade of gray and the water was green and it, right. was, it was really intense and wonderful. Yeah. And, and that's, that's how I sort of remember those skies. There is something soothing. I mean, obviously this rain can be soothing. But I even find a thunderstorm incredibly soothing. If I'm going through a hard time, Sure. I find that sometimes it's like I'm being honored and like the skies see my pain. I see. And they honor it and they express their pain in a way. If, if you think a thunderstorm is pain, which I, I don't think, you know, it's putting emotions onto a natural right. occurrence. But um, I think there's something so cathartic. If you're going through a hard time, you know, when you're crying, if you see rain, it's like the world is crying with you. Right. And suddenly you realize you're not alone. And there's so many expressions associated with rain, like Mm -hmm. right as rain. 
True. No rain, no gain. Oh, I don't know that one. Because it's one. not okay, an expression. Okay, I like that no. one. It's no pain, no gain. If you hear some creaking sound, it's because we're on antique chairs. Because yeah. we're not in our studio. So every time I move, you hear a little bit of a creak. And actually, this table is from Woodstock, oh, New Brunswick. Oh, that's right. It is. Yeah. My next door neighbor who lived on that hill next door to us mm-hmm. and witnessed many a thunderstorm in her life up there. Um, one of my favorite things is where, when we're, and once again, this is a... I'm going to just say it because our listeners hear me talk about it all the time. But when we're at our cottage mm-hmm. in one bedroom, we don't have, we just have right. um, the roof and there's no sort of ceiling tiles. There's, or there's nothing no... between us and the weather. It's just wood. <clears throat> Wooden shingles. And yeah. so you can hear the pitter patter of the rain mm-hmm. on the roof when you're sleeping. And it lulls me to sleep right away, mm-hmm. that sound. It's a beautiful there's something just barely comforting and soothing. I think the comfort comes from knowing that you don't have to be out in it, that you're in a safe, warm place. Yeah, it's true. And if, if a storm is um, loud enough or, or gusty enough, then there's some comfort in knowing that you have, you know, that your only care in the world is that you have somewhere safe and warm and your own. I also remember. Even if it's, you know, your own bed. yes. Mm-hmm. I also remember a time when I got caught in, you know how some rain is very warm in the summer and depending mm-hmm. where you are? Mm-hmm. So I got caught in a rainstorm with Michelle Miracle, who was a guest on this show, in Florida. Right. I do remember that. Florida has some incredible rain. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Tropical for sure. Yeah. I remember that day. Mm-hmm. I remember a picture of the two of you completely soaked. We were wearing just t-shirts and shorts. It was supposed to be a lovely <laughs> sunny day. We had no no accoutrements one would want. No um, umbrella, no galoshes, no plastic hat, no what are those things called? Those plastic poncho type things. Sure, none rain of ponchos, that. None of yeah. those things. The skies just opened up. I mean, that tends to be what happens in warmer climates anyway. You know, you'll have like a three o'clock rain shower, but it never lasts very long, you know? Um, so that's really typical of, of Florida, where my parents are, and, and certainly of other spots in the Caribbean, too. We have a lot of listeners in the UK, and I oh, know they yeah. experience rain. But do they have the same... I actually don't know this, and I have spent some time in the UK, but not enough to know, and not enough in the really hot summer months. Sure. Although I sometimes wonder how hot their summer months get, because I know this year they've had a pretty cool summer from my friends that are there. I can tell you this. Every time I go to the UK, I get the most beautiful weather. I'm always anticipating oh, really? rain. I always get sunny, beautiful weather. Um, the people I've encountered have always yeah, been nice so pleasant. when you and I were there yeah. last. Yeah. And, uh, they're Although gar- it was kind of cool and gray, actually, now that I think about it. We were wearing sweatshirts, and that was June. We were? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I loved it nonetheless, and I love the color <laughs> of their grass and lawns and their gardens mm-hmm. are all nourished with rain. But so. that's why I wonder, I think it's more temperate. I don't know that they get these huge, rambunctious thunderstorms. I mean, this one that we're sitting in right now, which, by the way, seems to have passed, although there's still there's still lots dripping out there. It's still very gray. But... Um, I don't know that they, like, we. this is a tornado warning, actually, that we're sitting in, which I don't think it's for us, but right. it's, you know, now I should, I should comment that in Ontario, a tornado warning is not 
what it's like in other places. Yeah, it's not like hand. It's just, it's not on TM or whatever. But um, I don't think that they experience that kind of weather in in the UK. I think they get tornadoes. Well, no, I don't know about the tornadoes, but they certainly get stormy weather, especially mm. by the sea. They're car- they're surrounded by the sea. Sure. And it rewards them with the most beautiful gardens and the mm-hmm. most beautiful roses. I guess roses love rain, don't they? Well, I think it's roses are tricky. Right. They don't. It's not that they love rain. It's that they like temperate. I see. So a good amount of sun. Yes. A good amount of rain, but never too much of one. I see. That's sort of roses are, are tricky little creatures, and that's why here they're they're not the easiest things to grow because we do get some blaring hot, humid sun and sunny days. So you need to grow them in something a bit more shady. Right. Like my mother has roses in Florida, but they are they only grow in February. You know, <laughs> I remember roses in England in January blooming. Wow. I remember being there for the millennium. Are actually. you sure? A hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. I was there for the millennium. They had just put the, the big wheel up, which was supposed to be temporary, but it's still there, I think. And um, I was... I the Ferris know. wheel you're talking about. Yeah, okay. yeah. The eye. Or the eye, whatever. yeah. The eye. Um, and I was walking to, I think, the Royal Museum. Sure. Is that what it's called? Makes sense to there me. There are a lot of mummies there, I remember. But anyway, the person I was with was in school at that time. Um, so I went by myself. And I remember having this day and looking at roses and thinking to myself, can you believe it? There's roses in January here. Because it was the first week of January. Mm-hmm. So I, that's what I mean by temperate. I think they just have, at least in London, maybe not right. in you know, northern Scotland. but Sure. I will say this. I have a confession to make, oh. and that is... Oh, no. And it's associated with rain, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way. I have a tendency to lose Amanda's umbrellas, and she has these beautiful umbrellas, and I'm going to well, admit it... Well, not anymore. <laughs> it's true. I'm going to admit it on this podcast. I've lost two or three. I think just two. Two beautiful umbrellas that she had so tell us about those umbrellas so that we can put this to rest once and for all i don't remember the second one i okay, think the I, blocked, first one. I blocked that one out but the, the the one of note that i remember i had an acting gig in vancouver that vancouver experiences a lot of rain as well it does yeah, yeah. and so we set the scene for the umbrella in vancouver <laughs> so it was february in vancouver which is winter and winter in Vancouver if you've ever been means rain so I was there I think a week it never stopped raining from the moment I got off the plane till the moment I got back on everything in my purse I remember and backpack was damp because it just everything was you didn't you couldn't go outside without getting wet and Mm. so I had uh, a slicker, as my mom would call it, a rain slicker sure. or raincoat, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I had uh, an umbrella. Actually, I didn't have an umbrella. That's the thing. Okay. So I went for a walk to with a bunch of actors. We went to Granville Island, and there's a bridge that you walk to get to Granville Island. We were doing it all on foot. And for those who don't know or haven't been to Vancouver, Granville Island is a really fun artsy little part obviously it's an island but you can get to it via bridge 
kind of right in the city. Yeah, like, that's one of the right beautiful the things city. about yeah. it. It's right there, like in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah you, it's right. It's really downtown almost. You know, it is downtown. It's yeah. it's really a gem. Yeah, in a city that's so beautiful to and start it's with. Artist work. It's a, an island full of artist workshops yeah. and restaurants and all these wonderful things. So it's a great place to go sightsee and just sort of pal around for a while. Mm-hmm. So. A bunch of us went for the afternoon, and I didn't have a rain slicker. No, I had a rain slicker, okay. but I didn't have an um, umbrella. That's okay. what that's called. I was gonna say a rain, a rain device. <laughs> the shielder also, of the wetness. Also known as an umbrella. Anyway, and under the bridge, somehow I just remember that it was under the bridge, and I don't know how I remember this. I know, I know exactly where you're, yeah. I, I can pinpoint and visualize exactly what you're, you're talking I about. I was there and there was this really nice umbrella and it, it actually kind of looked like my slicker and that it was polka dots. And so it had little polka dots all over it. Was oh. this an umbrella person selling it on the side of the street? Or no, a store it was a ded- store. Dedicated solely? To umbrellas. No. So A, they know their market. Right. They know their city. And B. B. It was they were nice umbrellas. They were thirty and forty dollar umbrellas, okay. not not the uh, the two dollar two ninety nine jobby, that the clear piece of plastic that you get on the side of the street. Last you three minutes. Yeah, and then but you one got there. Wind, yeah. yeah, exactly. Not you know those ones you don't keep. This was a keeper, and I really liked it. And I thought, well, this will be the one thing, um, you know, because I travel a lot, and you don't want to accumulate a lot of stuff. Sure. But it's nice when it's something useful, like a spoon rest or an umbrella. Of so course. I thought this will be my one thing I bring back from Vancouver, and that'll be my little souvenir. So uh, I used it and enjoyed it. And then later that year, <laughs> we were in, and actually I think it was when I think about it, probably the next year, we were in New Brunswick. Our driving to New Brunswick, you, me, and your cousin. Oh, that's right. Your that's cousin right. Mauro and his wife Stella, who are good friends of ours as well mm-hmm. as family. And uh, so we drove out to New Brunswick actually to get things like this table. Oh, it's true. Yeah, although this table's a slightly different, had a slightly different path because it spent some time in Nashville first with my parents when right. they lived in Tennessee for 10 years. But anyway, to get a lot of the furniture that is now in this house. And so. Um, we spent the night in Montreal, and so I remember you not, you were upset about something. I feel like we had a fight. No, it wasn't you and I. I was upset about something, and I wanted to go for a walk. Yeah. It was late at night. You were, had a lot to think about, and sure. something happened, and you weren't happy, and I, I actually don't remember what Nor it was. So you went for a walk, and... It might have rained. It was going to maybe rain. Mm-hmm. So I said, here. You wanted to go by yourself and clear your head. Mm-hmm. So I said, here, take my umbrella. And I kept saying, no, I don't need it. But it was going to rain. Mm-hmm. And then when you came back, I don't know if you kept saying no. Yeah, you probably did. I said it once. And I said, listen, it's going to rain. Just just hang on to it. Right. Okay, fine. And you had a bag with you, so you put it in the bag. Right. Uh, like a little sort of sack. Anyway, you came back about an hour later. Thank you so much for the umbrella. You said it did rain. And I said, okay, where is it? And you said, oh, I, I, I left it in the um, in the restaurant. I went in and got a slice of pizza. And I guess I left it there. And you said it like that. And I was... Very dismissively, I must say. You were very dismissive about it. And I said, that's my umbrella. And I was 
mad that you lost it to some degree, but listen, umbrellas do get lost. Right. But I was more mad at the way you dismissed it. My nonchalance. I was you're in like, Montreal. Well, whatever, you know, too bad. I, you're like, I think I left it there, or maybe somewhere else. It must have been there. Thinking it was like an inexpensive umbrella. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't understand that it was my one sou- my forty dollars souvenir Oof. that I got from Vancouver, and and not only what I spent on it. I mean, mm. I had it for a year or so, right. but just that it was it was kind of had some meaning to me. And uh, what color was it? It was polka dots. It was black with polka dots. I White think. polka dots? No, multicolored oh, okay. polka dots. It was like a black umbrella, I think, with all these different color polka dots on it. Anyway, that's the story of the first umbrella. What's the second one that you lost on me? You said you had two Did stores. Did you have like a Van Gogh umbrella? Like it had like um, yeah, I think uh, sunflowers so. on yeah, it? Yeah, my mom gave it to me. Yeah, I'm sure I lost that oh, one. Really? Do we have it still? Maybe no, it's in the car. You lost it, it might be in the car. It's definitely not in the car. <laughs> my mom does give me nice umbrellas. So I think she had gotten that one like in Paris, maybe. Uh-oh. Or New York. Well, sorry. Well, I'll take you over an umbrella any day. There you go. I'll try to protect you over the rain. I'll, I'll, you know how people like will lift their jackets kind of when, when they get caught in the rain and they're wearing a jacket, they'll kind of shrug their shoulders up, pull the, the okay. neck part of their so you're jacket gonna do this? forward over their head and kind of walk. But you're demonstrating this with just your own skin since you're yeah, not well, wearing I know, a shirt. I'm trying to describe it so our listeners well, know. Well, it sounds like, to me, it looks like you're going to pull your skin over me. No, I'm, I'm going to and pull make my... make a skin shield. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my goodness. Um, it looks like the rain is almost let up, but it's just... A, you know what I love to do in the rain as well? Tell besides me. fall asleep. I love to brew myself a nice Earl Grey tea, mm-hmm. have a scone or a biscuit, <laughs> lemon poppy seed, anything, clotted cream... Strawberry jam, and just sit back with a book. I have a box a of cheddar biscuits and some sour cream that's gone off, so it might be clotted. Well, no, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, but um, that's one of the things I love to do when it yeah, rains. What do you love to book. do when it rains? Um, I like to watch TV. Oh. Yeah, I like to curl up under a duvet or mm. an afghan. And just watch a show that I can give my undivided attention to. Does the show have to feature rain in it? Mm, it's the show Rain. Oh, Rain. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Spelled, spelled so yeah. R-E-I-G-N-E. No. Uh, no, the show does not have to. I don't right. know what kind of show is feature rain. Oh, I don't know. Like, You know, my favorite. Oh, I watch the Weather Network. <laughs> one thing i love to do though and we were talking about this with friends is you know when you're in a hotel in a different city Mm. watching the local news of that it really is is one of my favorite that has nothing to do with rain but no but actually i love being in a hotel when it's raining though oh do you yeah there's something really nice about that you know what it is too i think there's something in me Mm -hmm. being canadian um and American. Uh, yes, I am both. But I am from climates that don't have some sun year-round. Sure. So I think one of the things I love about rain, particularly in the summer, is I don't feel that need or that inner voice telling me, you better go out and enjoy that sunny day because you don't know how many you'll get before it's gray and awful out there again. And that's something that plays in your head nonstop, mm-hmm. as, certainly as a Canadian, I think. 
Sure. That's a pretty universal experience. Although in Vancouver, I guess it's a bit different. But so when there's rain in the summer, I always feel like, well, the pressure's off. I can stay inside. And I don't hear my mother when I was a little kid saying, you better go outside. It's a nice day out there. Don't spend it in the house. Right. You know, because we'd want to be on like video games or something. I also like the feel of the atmosphere and sky and just the air after it rains. Mm-hmm. When you go outside, the ground's still being wet, but there's this different scent or feeling in mm-hmm. the air. And the pressure changes sometimes yeah. too. Sometimes it's like Mother Nature had something that she wanted to get off her chest. Sure. And then she got it off and it's cleared the air. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like tears. I think there's yeah. that cleansing idea where sometimes you need. Even if you don't know why, you just need to have a good cry. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards you feel better, even though nothing much has changed, but you've allowed it to emerge from you in a physical way. So I think there's something to be said for something that. cathartic about rain. Yeah, for sure. You know, when it rain showers and the sun is out, mm-hmm. I don't know what that phenomenon's called. I don't know that it has a name. Oh, okay. But that always... A sun shower. A sun shower, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that always reminds me of my grandmother Why? whenever that happens. She had an expression that uh, in her dialect of Italian, which translates to when there's a sun shower, the expression is the witches are combing their hair. Can you say it in dialect? Le strisa si patinan each of is what it is, is the expression. The witches are combing their hair. In other words, they comb their hair. I think I've said this on the podcast before. They comb their hair and as they comb their hair, raindrops fall as they pull I don't know it's always a weird thing because it's like so are they the sun then uh, they're in the sky I don't know like I don't know the intricacies Mm -hmm. of that expression I just know my grandmother used to say it and she just defined it like that right but every time it happens I remember that expression I remember my grandmother saying it so sun showers remind me of my grandmother that's nice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, were you ever on on the ocean or on the sea when it rained Always, yeah. In Cape Cod, when I was a kid, um, before we moved to New Brunswick, uh, we'd spend some time in the summer in Cape Cod, like everybody in New England. And uh, I love those rainy afternoons in that little cottage in Cape Cod, um, reading a book. I remember I, I think, I don't know how I found it. I think it was in our house. Somehow I got my hands on a very old copy of The Crucible, of all things. Of course, while you're in New England. Yeah, and I was like 11. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know about, like, there was a foreword about how it was about the McCarthy hearings, which I had no idea what that was, because sure. it was like 1987. But anyway, I remember reading The Crucible from, maybe it was in the cottage. Sure. And I just found it and read it. I don't know. But I remember reading it there. I also remember I went through a John Grisham phase. Haven't we all? <laughs> so I remember reading um, The Firm. The Firm. Mm-hmm. I think The Firm. What's Tom the Cruise? The Pelican Brief, The Firm. Yeah, um, I think it was The Firm. And I think I also read um, the one that Matthew McConaughey was in. Um, the, the, the Rainmaker? No. It was... Um, the, I can't remember. Yeah, it was... Ugh. It was Southern, I don't remember, but um, that's going to bother me now. But anyway, I do remember reading The Firm there and being really engaged, which, sure. you know, I was 12 probably when I read that. So, <laughs> you know, but to a 12-year-old, it's a very engaging book. Of course. 
Well, this was a very engaging episode, at least on my part. Me I too. I want to apologize once again for losing your umbrellas. I'll do better in the future. I hope so. And I hope uh, you enjoyed this episode about the rain. I, I certainly did. Until next time, we hope you listen and sleep.